Hey, y'all, it's a mini episode of Here with your host, Johnson and Johnson. Damn, there's no B in there. Um, so this is going to be a quick one because I feel fired up. I want to talk about it because I'm just ranting at myself. And I'm like, hey, actually, these are good points. This is more for me than you, really. Um, so there's a local. I, uh, it's it's a very long story thing. I don't know how to get through the whole story thing. I mean, it's storied to me. Nobody else knows what the fuck I'm talking about. But, you know, it's a palace in my mind. So. I've always loved comedy. Lately, I've been dabbling and st- going out to stand-up comedy, open mics and shit a little bit. And it's, I've been picking up the pace a tiny bit lately, and I'm liking it. And tonight, uh, I uh, anxiety medication has been a huge part of this. When my anxiety's gone, I go, hey, fuck it, just go. I, it was like 8.20, sign-ups at 8.30, so I ended up getting there late. I actually wrote down a bunch of stuff that I had elsewhere was like, okay, I want to do this fucking quick five minutes, whatever, let's do it. And, uh, uh, and it was way too late. I got there at like 45 minutes past sign up and I just barely didn't get on the list, but I stuck around for the show and it was a way more packed open mic than usual. And I saw some great, I had some good belly laughs. There were some great jokes. It was still an open mic. There was a fucking horrible, horrible heckler who was actually one of the local, like, in-comedian's dads who was just fucking up the show the whole time. So everyone had to work around that. It was, oh, it was amazing. And I came back just like, dude, you were telling yourself that the responsible thing to do was for you to just go to bed and rest up because this is your weekend. And Monday and Tuesday is my weekend. So it's, that's how it works out. I don't, it's whatever. But, cause I've been tired. I've been, I've been active and social. So I've been drinking. You know, it's, uh, I'm like, you know, uh, grounding myself. But I, but, uh, you know, I go there. What a great experience. I have so much more. I prepared index cards that I can now use later. I have an idea of the whole night. I have an idea. I saw I got inspired a little bit. It was good. So the moral of the story is sometimes you got to wonder which voice, which voice is the one that you should trust because there's two different voices. There's the voice that says, fucking be responsible, stay in, stay safe, be secure, get your resources all in order, protect your castle. And then... What about the voice that says, ah, fuck it. Go see what happens. They're both two very important voices. And you shouldn't probably have one of them all the time. But, okay, you got to have, you got to wonder. Sometimes you think one is right and it's the wrong one. And that's like those two little guys on, on on the shoulders in the riddle. You know the one. It's like, ask me which one's a liar or whatever. I don't know. I just used to watch the movie Liar, Liar by Jim Carrey a lot. And that's, it it filled my brain full of, like, liar-based art that I could never retain that fucking riddle. What what are you going to do, you know? Anyways, uh, I don't have much else to talk about. This is more uh, supposed to be a mini blurb. I thought I'd, you know, do a quick ten minutes. It's, uh, It hasn't even been four. So we're in trouble. Um, 
Okay, oh, well, what I can do is read some of these index cards of uh, what I was going to say. I mean, some of what I was going to do was stuff that I did on Facebook earlier. I'm actually pretty annoyed that I didn't get credit for um, my Quasimodo video meme uh, that came way hours before I saw any other ones. But, you know, it's hard being a millennial, you know? It's, uh, it's a dog... It's a dog meme dog world out there. Fuck. Let's take it again. It's a dog meme dog world out there. God damn it. And that's the truth, she said. Anyways. Um, yeah, so. Fuck it. Let me just do what I think I was going to do on stage. And that was such a fun night, even though I didn't perform. I was great. It was great. I got to take it all in. And it's all thanks to anxiety medication. And, well, and then I drank six beers, so that doesn't hurt till tomorrow. <clears throat> well, first I was going to walk in. I'm wearing my uh, prescription sunglasses. So, and I ref have refused to take them off. So you have to know that for the context. So I would, when I went up, I would say it would be obvious I was wearing my prescription sunglasses. And I would say, I'm going to actually do some impressions, and I don't normally do impressions, but here's a few impressions that I'm going to do for you. The first one is Bizarro Mitch Hedberg. Hey, I'm not fucking taking off my sunglasses. Actually, I know that it makes me look like an asshole, especially because it's nighttime, but I don't want to. I have double stigmatism, and I'm not going to take it anymore, man. I'm keeping the sunglasses on, and I'm telling jokes. And also, escalators aren't stairs, and I know that. <clears throat> and then uh, the, the second impression I might be blanking out on. Um, oh, it was a visual one. If you go to my Facebook feed, you can see it. It was me with a hump on my back. Saying, uh, hey, uh, could I stay with you for a couple of days and cool out? Um, just don't ask me what I've been up to in the past 24 hours. And, and that was it. Obviously, the greatest Quasimodo impersonation ever. It's definitely how he sounded. Um, and the third one was uh, my impression... De and definitely mine. It's it's an impression of me doing an impression of Adam Sandler doing an impression of Dave Matthews. Ooh, satellite. <clears throat> so you can see that was already going to not go great, right? So I probably lucked out because it, it was a pretty packed room. Um, I think I would have gotten shot. Actually, there was a guy with a gun in there. So the comedians, so one of the guys that hangs around the comedy scene, and he's, he's a sweet guy, he's whatever, he's cool. He brought his dad, who was just like, if he was just a shit-faced heckler. At one point, he had a gun, somebody said, but nobody would kick him out. He was just consoling the whole night. It was a crazy thing. Um, but he's such a sweet guy, uh, the comedian. And it's just, in his set, like, had this, like, uh, emotion to it that none of the other sets really had because he was still being funny and he was uh, addressing it but he was like also all like I've just been depressed lately and I don't know it really hit me uh, it was just uh, so, I'm so glad I fucking 
I was like, oh, well, sign-ups at 8.30, and it's 8.28. Let me write these and go over there, barely miss a deadline, stick around, and learn some shit. Anyways, um, that's not my act. You can't actually talk about something that hasn't happened yet if you're following the timeline. Um, you know, Las Vegas sucks. I lived there for like a year when I was a kid. They say it's all you can eat, but you take some home in a bag, and then they never let you back into the bunny ranch. And it's fucking disgusting. I'm doing like a Johnny... I'm also actually doing like a Johnny Carson impression because I have cards and I'm reading... I'm gonna... <laughs> let me see if I can do this in a Johnny Carson. <laughs> My ox shot. I used to... Out. <laughs> I don't even know how Johnny Carson... I just know he does shushes. He goes shushes, shushes. I, oh, I wish he wasn't dead. I would pay money to hear uh, that fucking guy say the word hashish. Johnny Carson saying hashish. Shish, shish, shish. Okay, here we go. My ex that I used alcohol as a crutch. I told her, no, you're wrong. This isn't not, this is like vaudevillian, sticky. I can't do a Johnny Carson at all. Hold on. What's my Johnny Carson impression? Everyone has one. Uh, wild and crazy stuff. Weird and wild stuff. There it is. Weird and wild stuff. Yeah, but that's not, I can't, that's not a good enough impression to bring in these cards. All right, well, I guess these cards are just going to have to be <laughs> how bad they are with no shtick on them. Um, when you find out three billion birds are killed by out outdoor cats, <laughs> let me take it again. This is why... You know what? I'll just get on The Daily Show in like two years. It'll be fine. We can edit th this all out. <clears throat> when you find out three billion birds are killed by outdoor cats a year in the continental U.S., old Sylvester and Tweety cartoons start to look a lot more like old Hitler footage. Oh, <laughs> getting no respect around here. That's my best Johnny Carson impression. <laughs> Hey, I was told flattery gets you everywhere, but all it got me was a job at IHOP. This is so fucking stupid. Little known fact, guys. Guys, do you like to learn facts that are little known? Well, I got a little known fact for you. Mice didn't actually develop track wheels until 1978. And it was a fun fact, that year was also a leap year. Um, in Yemen today, 13 people died. You know, the future's pretty weird. I think, like, gang members, when they, uh, when they try to figure out how to, how many people to kill in, like, a, like, a turf retaliation, uh... I honestly think they calculate that using the Fibonacci sequence. Let's take it again. Okay, let's go. You know what? I'm going to fire my producer. It can't possibly be my fault. Oh, wait, I am the producer. I am the producers. Like Nathan Lane was. No, he would be the producer? I don't know. It's singular. Anyways. The future, it's, it's, the problem is I wrote it twice on the same card two different ways, so now I'm trying to jump between, and it's, I'm not trained for this. 
No, I didn't go to podcasting school, Dad. The future is so autistic. I'm pretty sure gang members use the Fibonacci sequence to figure out how many people to kill in a turf retaliation. Okay, so this is an example of punch-up. So that was what that was the original idea. It's not funny. It's, it is observatory. But then I tried to make it funnier, and now I'm telling you, it doesn't mean it's funny. Nothing I do is ever funny. Here we go, though. I'm pretty sure when gang members figure out how many people to kill in the turf retaliation, they use the Fibonacci sequence. Probably celebrating Pi Day and shit. I know it is an awkward silence for you. I'm just looking at cards. Oh, and then, here we go. To end on a personal note, since we somehow got to 13 minutes with a bunch of filler. Whatever. If you've ever eaten fast food, just consider that. And then consider this. And then consider ASMR, probably. I don't know why else you'd be listening. My ex said I used alcohol as a crutch. I told her, no, you're wrong. I use it as a wheelchair. Depression is like having broken legs. And I have to be able to walk, goddammit. How else am I going to get to the bar?